It's time for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group with financial advisors Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory. Welcome to another episode of Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group, where every week, even this one, we're helping you take your next wise step in your financial life. My name is Mike Bernard. I am one of the certified financial planners on the show. I'm also your host. Thank you for being with us. With me in the KFG studios, certified financial planners, Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. Do you have a vision for what your retirement will look like? Florida. Florida? Lots of Disney movies. <laughs> okay, so if oh. you have that vision... Okay. Six Saturdays and a Sunday. <laughs> that sounds good, too. Do you know how to turn that vision into a reality? What steps do you need to take? That sort of thing. We're helping you in both the why and the how of retirement planning on today's episode. All right. Retirement, talking about retirement, usually gets those creative juices flowing. If you have questions, how can I get that? How can I achieve that? Reach out to us. You can find us online, wisemoneyradio.com. You can call or text us, 574-222-2000. That's 574-222-2000. And social media, you can reach out to us or stay connected to the show that way. YouTube channel, Facebook, Twitter, at Wise Money Radio. So when it comes to retirement, I think we'd all want to have the confidence and clarity that we're on track to achieve what we want the lifestyle of which we're accustomed with little risk of running out of money. That would be the ideal. It's a great feeling. Josh, Kevin, and I have all had the great privilege of helping many clients realize that. Uh, it takes a lot of great planning, but before you can even start with the nerdy stuff that you guys know I love, you need to have a vision, a compelling vision for what am I even sacrificing for in the first place? And then you've got to have a great plan, a great planning strategy to back that up. So let's start by figuring out how to come up with that vision. Where's it come from? Why is that even needed? Let's talk about retirement vision. Well, I, you just asked the question, well, why is it needed? And I'm reminded of the old saying, if you shoot at nothing, you'll hit it every time, right? <laughs> so how, how do you even begin to plan if you, if you don't have a target in mind, <laughs> right? I'm, I, I don't know why, but I thought of some of the hunting stories that you've told me. Well, uh, would I hear that? <laughs> I'm shooting at something. Oh. <laughs> I hit it nothing every time. Oh, That's different. That That's, is a little bit different. Yes. That's right. But, uh, you know, I, I think this is important because... Too many folks, when they think about retirement, it's really just, when's the day coming that I don't have to work anymore? Mm-hmm. And that sounds to me a lot like um, I'm retiring away from something, as opposed to defining and kind of clarifying, envisioning what you're retiring into. And we've just observed over the years that those who have a clear vision for what they want their retirement years to look like what kind of activities they're going to be involved in, what, what's their purpose in life, how they're going to fulfill that in that, that later chapter of their life. They just have greater motivation, greater um, just energy in, in preparing for that goal. They're, you're much more willing to make a sacrifice to prepare for that when you know what you're preparing for. Yeah, and the research backs that up. We, one of the things that we like to study is what is it that motivates people and what is it that causes people to take action? Why would people be willing 
to sacrifice something today and forego something today for something in the future. And there's really, it seems like there's two camps of people. The people that were born savers. So you didn't have to tell them when they started their job that they needed to start saving money. It's the, it's the first thing they wanted to do. And there are other folks that are kind of born spenders, and the first thing that they wanted to do was go spend everything they made and then borrow some money from their buddy that they could pay them back next Tuesday. And so you, you, you think about that and you think, well, this is interesting. So what is it that um, can, can this be changed or modified in any way? And what we found, and, and again, the research backs this up, is that when people have a vision for what their retirement will look like. And when I say retirement, I I, I personally take the, that word and throw it out the window. And I think along the, the lines of financial independence. So when I get up in the morning, I'm doing what I want to do because it's what I want to do, not because it's what I have to do. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so what is the vision of financial independence and what are you working toward? And there are a couple of ways to do it. One way is to make a ton, ton, ton of money so that you can have some money when you retire and you can live large in retirement. Another way to do it is make decent money, but say, hey, I'm going to have a a very modest lifestyle in retirement because the things that I like to do, you know, long walks on the beach and um, campfires and uh, things, you know, I sounds a little bit like a single, but it, it, the things that <laughs> I like to do. Quite romantic yeah, there. Well, I can't help myself. But it, the <laughs> things that I like to do aren't terribly expensive. So, you know, and I personally, I look at this and I say, well, shotgun shells and night crawlers aren't terribly expensive. Yep. So depending on what I want to do, as long as I don't want to go uh, to the fancy quail hunting trip in Georgia, um, it shouldn't be terribly expensive. The thing that I get, I start to think about, it's, it's always interesting, and this is where someone, an outside party can really help you is if you say, hey, I live large today, but my plan is when I get to retirement to really skinny that down and I'm not going to need much money in retirement. I've never seen it happen. Yeah. I've heard it. Sounds like wishful thinking. So speaking of a vision for retirement, have you guys heard of this app called the Aging Booth? The Aging Booth. Never heard of it. The Aging Booth. So it's an app that you get, you can put on your phone. It's completely free. Where you take a you you take a picture of yourself, and it will automatically show you what you'll look like at certain ages out there in the future. Gray hair. Does the bald. app cost money? It's free. free? I, I, yeah, you of said course, that. Of course. Uh, turns out, turns out there was a study done. Uh, I think it about five years ago uh, by some professors. Oh, let me see if I've got the schools here: uh, UCLA and New York University, NYU where they they showed someone's future self a picture of themselves today and then aged in, out there in the future. They showed it to a group of people and then didn't show that to another group and then monitored their retirement saving habits over the next few years. It turns out the people that were shown a picture of themselves at age 65 saved on average between 6.2 and 6.8% per year. I would argue still might not be enough. Uh, by the way, Th- those folks, are the people who saw the the picture of themselves out there in the future. Yeah, they save six point. Kevin's plus? doing it right now. So <laughs> am I actually. Right You've now. actually okay. completely the, lost me. The people who did not 
take a picture of themselves and have it aged saved around 4%. Really? Isn't that interesting? Wow, 50% or a third ha- less. Having an actual somewhat tangible vision, even if it's uh, you know automated in some way through uh, this app, encouraged people to save on average 2% more. I think that illustrates the point that Kevin was making earlier back when he was paying attention and not messing around <laughs> with his phone about how important it is to have a compelling vision for the future. If you're going to sacrifice for something, a stronger... Yeah, that looks just... Actually, Kevin, that's not aged oh, at all. Nope. That's <laughs> what I'm seeing live right now, that's actually. Right. That's right. Holy but moly. that helps you... That helps you get a vision for what retirement's going to look like and might compel you to sacrifice a little bit more. I look like my Aunt Marilyn. (laughs) (laughs) What a great compliment to her. Wow. So the I just saw the picture, and it makes me want to go start living large right now because I don't want to get to that point. No, no, no. Hey, we're all getting there. I don't know how to tell you. Lori and I used to sit behind these old folks in church that were in their 90s and they were all kind of shriveled up and and hunched over and I told and I told her I said honey we're going to be like that if if we live long enough we're going to look just like that and she's like no 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 yeah yeah no it's going to happen <laughs> hopefully you do the the point here is all retirement requires some sacrifice today. And as Kevin said in his examples, the two kind of on the opposite ends of the spectrum, you make a whole bunch of money. Well, it still will require some sacrifice. It might not feel like much if you're making a whole bunch of money to set some aside and not spend it today, but still it takes sacrifice, some discipline to not spend it today. So why sacrifice? That's what you need to start harnessing. Mm -hmm. That's what you need Mm -hmm. to start harnessing. And the right certified financial planner, the right financial coach should be able to help ask you some questions and help you come up with that vision that's worth sacrificing today. Not sacrificing everything. I think financial planners get a bad rap. They People hear us and say, I shouldn't spend any money. No, it's about balance. But sacrifice for a greater future. Is vision enough, though? No, it's not. It's no substitute for great planning. We're going to talk to you about our approach and the various factors of retirement. That and more coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Is your retirement simply determined, or the security of your retirement, simply determined by whether you make a whole bunch of money during your working career? Or is it determined by something else? Yep. We are going to be talking about that. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name's Mike Bernard. With me in the KFG studios, Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. Special thanks to the attorneys at Ledoux, Kern and Keene, as well as First State Bank for sponsoring the content of today's show. If you have any questions, uh, I'll I'll answer one of the questions right now. That app was called Aging Booth. <laughs> yeah. Ch- check it out. We had a little fun uh, during the break, and you can catch that content on the YouTube channel. If you have any questions for us, reach out to us, 574-222-2000. You can call or text us, 574-222-2000. You can watch the shenanigans on breaks on the YouTube channel. You can find us at Wise Money Radio, searching on YouTube. You can subscribe right there and get all the bonus content as well as every episode. And lastly, you can find us online, wisemoneyradio.com. We're talking about how you need a vision 
in order to achieve your retirement goal. It, it starts. It starts with a vision and then some great planning. We're going to get into the great planning here in just a second, but Kevin, there's a little bit more with with vision, right? Yeah, I think so. And one of the things that we had talked about in in the last segment was, well, if you made a lot of money or this or that. And a lot of times people think, well, okay, in order to work with a financial planner, I need to make a lot of money. And that's just not true. Your your financial success is not based upon what you make. It's based upon what you do with what you make. Habits. Yeah. Guidance. Absolutely. So choices. So, and again, if you're, you know, the, the, the world is ruled by the sin of envy. And so if you are comparing yourself to others, uh, stop. Just stop it right now because you're going to be miserable. But what I would encourage you to do is not say, well, I, I know I make less than this person or more than this. No. It, what you need to do, what you're going to be graded on in your quality of life in retirement is going to be based on what you do with your stuff, not what your neighbor does with your neighbor's stuff or anyone else does with their stuff. So if you are... There's never been a better time in the history of the world to accumulate wealth. And I was working with one of the advisors in our office yesterday. We were preparing for some appointments, and we were looking at the results that these clients have gotten in the last year and a half. And it is, it's, it's magic when, when someone is a financial delegator and they ask for help, and we help them, and we do following guiding principles, we put together a financial plan, and then we let it work. It is magic when you see it working right in, in front of your very eyes. So this is where I would encourage you. If you do not have a, a relationship, you know, if, you, if I asked you the question, who is your trusted advisor, and you scratched your head and said, I, I don't really have one. Um, I, I listen to Dave Ramsey on the radio. Dave is awesome. But he's not your trusted advisor. Yeah. That's right. He's not going to be asking you the tough questions that help you build that vision. And, you know, the, the, the cool thing about the stories that you're sharing or have in your head, Kevin, about those successful cases um, is that you're helping them build their version of retirement. It's it's not yours and it's not their neighbors. It's not their mom or dad. It's theirs. So uh, the financial planning process and a good coach who has walked this road with other people is going to, that, that person's going to ask you questions to help you shape what that vision looks like. I, I'll throw out a few. You know, what's your picture of what your lifestyle will be like in retirement? Where do you want to be living? Mm-hmm. Who do you want to be doing life with at that time? You know, the, the best part of every day you're going to spend with somebody. Who, who will that be? Um, who, who do you want in your inner circle? And what new activities do you want to build in? If you suddenly had more time than you do right now or more money available than what you have right now, what are the things you want more of? What are the new things that you want? You're kind of defining what's a perfect 10. If, if your retirement is an Olympic event and you're going to be judged by yourself and by your closest friends, did you fulfill your vision of retirement? What does that 10 look like? Stick the landing. How do you stick the landing? That's right. (laughs) You know what? I I actually uh, was working with a new client here just in the past week, and I was asking them some some of these types of questions about retirement, and they could answer a lot of them. And those types of questions that they could answer were for my benefit. I was learning to understand what their vision was. But there were a few questions that I could ask that they didn't know the answer to. Mm because they never thought of them before. 
They've never let their mind, you know, kind of dream in that way. Those are the questions that were for their benefit. Yeah. Right. Yep. And and that's the power of working with a coach or an advisor, someone who can get you to expand your thinking. That's that's really what financial planning is all about. And I wouldn't I would not undersell because it, a lot of times there, so there's the art and the science part of this. The science is the numbers and the numbers are the numbers are the numbers. And you build in your assumptions and you build a plan and you say, OK, well, that's that's my retirement plan and retirement planning. And it really isn't. It's it's part of the story. Really, it's a small part of the story. Because I was meeting with some folks yesterday, and they were thinking about retirement, and it's eminent. It's coming. And um, one of them is really, really, really unhappy at work. Uh-huh. And so the question is, could this person go early and not feel guilty mm-hmm. and they couldn't and it was the most amazing um i i felt like i needed to get up and leave the room because they had a conversation that was so uh, deep and they were they were discussing well you can do this and uh, the spouse said, I can't. I can't do it without guilt. And so the other spouse said, okay, well, then have the guilt and, and uh, let's work through the guilt. And it was, it, was wow. am- it was amazing to watch this happen because we think that it's such a simple thing. Uh, uh, just, you know, figure out what the numbers are and whatever the numbers are, that's what we'll do. And there's so much more to it, which is why you want someone walking along the path with you. Yeah, great story. So you've got that vision and you can see it clearly. Maybe you've seen a picture of yourself on your phone out there aged a couple decades. Then what do you do? What's the process like when you sit down with your comprehensive financial planner? The process that we coach people on is it's not... It's not complex. It's very simple, but it's hard to put all these pieces together. It's, it, there is some difficulty there. And we take people through a process called the five retirement factors where we start getting that vision out of them and get it into some of the numbers to see, all right, can that vision float? Can it work? And then if it doesn't, all right, what adjustments can we make? What trade-offs can we make? So the first factor in retirement is your age. Josh, how would you expand on that? Well, um, you know, the this is the first place we start because it's really where most people um, start defining their retirement anyway. Yeah. You know, when do I want to be done working? When do I want to walk away from a paycheck? That sort of thing. It just takes a lot more money if you're going to retire at 62 compared to 67, yeah. right? You're, you're expanding retirement by retiring five years earlier. Your retirement phase will be longer, which means your buildup or your preparation stage is shorter. You but lose it needs the, to be a higher number. That's right. You yeah. need more money, but have less time to get there. Yeah. So the age is such an important factor. It's one of the it's one of the choices, one of the decisions that you get to make when you're building your retirement vision. Um, it's one of the elements that we stress test when we're building a retirement plan. This is part of that science side that Kevin was talking about. 
Um, if the numbers don't work at 62, are you willing to go till 64? That's an important question because usually that is where people start is the age. But but then you've got to see, okay, well, what if that age doesn't work? What if, what if we test it and it doesn't doesn't work? What are you willing? What's the latest you're willing to work? And then hopefully finding some place in the middle there. The other component of this first factor of age is life expectancy. This is where that very, very important variable comes into play. And this also can be a big eye-opener for, for folks is to realize how long, how just how long retirement will last. I had a conversation earlier this week with someone who originally said, everyone in my family is dead by 75 and I'm working till 70. And and through some talking, we decided to base the plan on him re- living until age 90. Yep. You will likely live longer than you think, and you need to plan for that. What about the other four factors and putting it all together? That and more coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Welcome to Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike... Joined by Josh and Kevin here in the KFG studios. Thank you to Bethel College Adult and Graduate Studies, as well as Diane Bennett with Remax 100 for partnering with us on the Wise Money Show. We're talking about retirement, starting with a vision, and then building on that the five factors that help you figure out in litmus test, can that vision actually work and what trade-offs do you need to make? We've covered the first one. We've got the rest of those to come. If you have any questions, reach out to us, call or text 574 574- Two 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 thousand five seven four two 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 thousand and online wisemoneyradio.com. First factor after having that compelling vision, that compelling vision that draws you in, that 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 compels you to sacrifice and compels you to do, make some adjustments today to reach that vision. You then need to start defining that in some sciency type technical terms. All right, what age is that? The second factor is spending, lifestyle, how much you plan on spending in retirement. Yeah, this is usually where you start quantifying that compelling vision you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a vision for what you want your lifestyle to be. Are you going to spend time up north and down south throughout the year? Are you going to be a snowbird? Uh, Are you going to do a lot of traveling? Are there new hobbies that you want to begin? All of those things cost money at some level. Mm -hmm. And if it cost only a little bit of money, then great. That means your lifestyle number is smaller and maybe the resources that you need to build for retirement don't need to be quite as large. But if you start quantifying all the stuff that you really want to have built into your retirement and you put a price tag on it each year, I need X amount of dollars to just live and to do what I've been envisioning. Sometimes we break it down into a monthly number because that's how most people are used to managing their finances. But when, when you figure out, based on maybe how you're living today, a forecast of how you hope to live in retirement, then you also have to ask the question, how will it change over time? Mm-hmm. You know, life is naturally going to get more expensive. If you keep spending money on the same stuff over the years, those things get more costly. It's inflation. 
right? Mm-hmm. So will your spending power be able to keep up with that because you have a game plan to spend a little bit more as time goes on on the same lifestyle, that same compelling vision you were talking about? One way to manage inflation is with substitution. So our own uh, wonderful producer, Casey Hendrickson, shared with us in confidence, but I'm going to tell you, <laughs> he doesn't like steaks anymore. And so, st- you know, thankfully... Uh, that's a substitute you could make in retirement. If you're looking at the cost of beef and it's going up, you can say, nope, I'm sticking with the salad tonight. Uh, so, But you have some influence over your inflation, but that's a big one. Sorry for outing you there, Casey. Uh, that's a big one in in re. In retirement. never choose salad, he says. (laughs) That's a big one in retirement that inflation uh, could creep up on. The other big one, that the other big factor or or component of this second factor spending is healthcare. And that's one that has a lot of people very concerned and very confused. Your retirement plan and testing whether it can work needs to include what do we expect for healthcare. And you're likely likely should be inflating that at a higher number. This is one of the main reasons I strongly, strongly hate. Very strong. Retirement hate is a strong word anyway. Yeah, like no online kidding. retirement calculators. Because they just wow. do a very, very poor job of analyzing healthcare and retirement and building that in. Yeah, as the saying goes, figures lie and liars figure. And Online calculators uh, fall right into that category. So big lump sum expenses like new cars, big trips, the family trip. There again, think about the vision. Do you want to take the whole family to Hawaii? My favorite vacation ever was a big group of us went to Jamaica. Do you want to take the whole family to Jamaica? All inclusive, that sort of stuff. And you got to build those big, big ticket things in. I had a client come in recently who has lived very, very modestly has actually sacrificed a lot. And the great news is he's ready. He is ready. He came in and it was a, I'm coming in in March and I'm planning on retirement in June. Can this work? And normally it doesn't. He, it worked. We asked what his dreams, what his goals are. The very first one, around the world cruise. And it was a high dollar amount and it works. We built it into the plan, significant sum of money, and it can work. So that's what we want. That's what we want for you. So, but you've got to build that in as the second factor. Don't you just get excited about those types I of do. stories? I do. That's I what love gets it. us vested in our clients' uh, plans and and everything. It gets us in their corner when they've got a clear picture of something they want to do. Let's make it happen. I want to live vicariously through you. I want to see the pictures. I want to hear the stories. I want to hear and share in those memories that you're making. Absolutely. Yeah. And I want you to make as many as possible. The only thing I would say is, you know, if you. If you're on the plane and you left Washington, D.C., headed for Seattle, and about a half hour before you landed, you were real close to Los Angeles, um, it's hard to make a small correction (laughs) and get there. (laughs) So, you know, Mike talks about the guy that walks in and says, hey, I'm retiring in three months. Uh, This is your chance to become a hero. Right. Uh, We do do not become heroes or villains at that point in time. We just hold up the mirror. And so there's not, there, there isn't a ton of things that you can do at that point now that you should still be working with a financial advisor, but certainly uh, do it today. 10,000 baby boomers are going to turn 65 and that's going to happen every day for the next seven or eight years. So if you have not met with a financial advisor and you're coming close, 
beat a path to their door. Make sure they're a certified financial planner. Make sure they can talk to you about the six areas of financial planning, but make sure you're working with someone on this. You know, an interesting question, that that client who showed up and wants to retire three months from now, if the numbers didn't work, mm-hmm. um, it, it'd be interesting to, to know, well, what would they do differently so that the numbers do work, so they go into retirement confidently? That's my role. That's right. That's the certified financial planner's role. We're going through the five factors, and I'll just tell you, we were only through two of them, but if the plan doesn't work, you you manage the trade-offs. What are the trade-offs? Okay, you said you wanted to be done at this time. Are you willing to work longer? If the case was, nope, I'm not. All right, are you willing to spend less? Instead of the round-the-world cruise, are you willing to do the around-the-Caribbean cruise uh, sort mm-hmm. of thing? Or Around I, the St. Joe I, I mm-hmm. you know, wanted to draw Social Security at this point or want to take my pension this way. Are you willing to adjust that? So it's it's looking at what toggles can I, what levers can I pull to change the story, which leads us to the third, the, the third factor, and that is your income. Your income. Is your retirement, is your vision of retirement that, hey, I don't let the door hit me on the way out, but I'm never working again? Or is it part-time income? Yeah, when I started in the in the biz 24 years ago, there was the idea was there's this three-legged stool. You have everyone had social security, everyone had a pension, and then there was a little bit of savings on the side. And now for the most part, you have social security and then you've got um really not most folks anymore don't have a pension. Right. Uh, the folks that did have a pension, either their pension got bought out and so they received a lump sum or something has changed where they when they started at the employer, the employer used to offer a pension, they didn't offer it to them. So now for the most part, most of the risk is on the the person who's retiring. And so when you look at that, you say, okay, well, and I, I, I've had clients say, hey, what's the, what's the foolproof retirement plan? And that's an easy one. The foolproof retirement plan is never stop working, <laughs> right? You, you retire and you're, you don't work at the job that you've worked at for maybe the last 40 years, but you do something with some of the skills. I have a, a good, he, I, I think of him as a good friend, but he's also a client, retired from Honeywell and has been a consultant for basically since he left. And he's a consultant because he was good at what he did and he liked doing it. He didn't like it in the format in which he was doing it at Honeywell. Hmm. So now he can do it from his home office and do it just the way he likes it. And he has great enjoyment. That's one of the things he wanted to do in retirement. One of the other big components of this third factor of income is how do you draw Social Security? That's one of the biggest retirement decisions you'll make. And then the last thing that I would tuck in here, we might expand on it more in just a minute. I love how what role tax planning plays in this third factor. It can make all the difference in the world. If over your lifetime you have 100000 less, fewer dollars, 100000 fewer dollars going to Uncle Sam, more of that money staying in your pocket, that can make a huge difference on your retirement plan. The other two factors and more coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.
and Josh Gregory. If you've missed anything, I would point you to a couple different places. You can catch up on this episode, what you missed, and every other episode. First, the YouTube channel. Find us at Wise Money Radio, and you can subscribe to it. Get notified every uh, Saturday when it comes out. Also, the blog, or excuse me, the podcast is on iTunes and Google Play. You will have to search for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group, K-O-R-H-O-R-N. You can subscribe to that as well. You can find us online, wisemoneyradio.com. Submit questions that way. And lastly, you can submit a question by calling or texting 574-222-2000. That's 574-222-2000. Most of the show today, we've been talking about how in the world do you accomplish this big financial goal of retirement? And the first is you have to have a great, compelling vision. What is that goal? So many of you likely are just wanting to stop working, stop stop having the stress. Well, that alone might not be enough of a compelling picture to draw you in before the planning process. And so what are you retiring to? What do you want that, that uh, stage of your life to look like? And then building out the plan, starting with these five factors. The third one was income. We were just touching on that, but... I, I would just want to point out again how important tax planning is as part of this component, this factor in your retirement plan. Yeah, and tax planning becomes much easier if you've run the miles in advance of getting to retirement. Because if you are paying attention to this, you can take advantage of all different types of tax strategies to build different pools and reservoirs of money so that the character of the income that you receive in retirement will be treated differently and you've got choices on how to mix the cocktail of retirement income to absolutely maximize your tax scenario. So I had a scenario recently where an individual was uh, was just about to retire and um, this is one of the reasons why I think he needed a financial advisor. He transitioned a certain amount of money, I think about $50,000, from an IRA into a Roth about a decade ago. And um, so he showed up, and it was a much higher amount. I think it was over $100,000 now uh, that's, that's in the Roth. And as we started to plan off of that, he shared, unfortunately, that didn't happen the way it was supposed to. And it didn't get moved into a Roth. It just got moved into a taxable account. Oh. So that is going to mean when he starts selling those investments in there to start living off some of the money, he will have to pay tax on that. Versus if it was in the Roth, he'd be avoiding tax. And that's, that's you know, that, that, uh, that was an unfortunate realization for him, unfortunate thing for us. Now, we can plan through that so it's not the end of the world. Yeah, that can still be salvaged. But... But the point is, if, you're, if you've got this perspective over your lifetime of preparing for retirement, then you truly can save thousands upon thousands of dollars uh, and keep it in your pocket instead of giving it to Uncle Sam. That's a very important part of this factor of retirement. Yeah, my mind goes immediately when you think about that. So there's capital appreciation when it's sold, it's capital gains. There's a way to pay 0% That's right. on your capital gains if you're doing planning correctly. Yeah, that's what we're going to be able to do for him. The, so, so one question is, well, wait a second. You've talked about the factor of age. You've talked about spending. You've talked about income. What role do my investments play in all of this thing? 
Well, that's the fourth factor, and that is what you have saved up and what you're contributing to retirement. Well, that's right. It's the the savings habit that we're talking about here. And this one's especially important for younger folks that are maybe retirement's way out there. You, You maybe can't even define the age yet. You don't even know what you'll be spending in retirement just yet or what your income sources are. And yet you still need to use the power of time to your advantage by getting into the habit of saving regularly now. Yep. Right. And that's hard. You know, when you're 35 years old and you have all kinds of other needs pulling at your paycheck, right? You you need grocery money. You want to take some vacations. You've got little league fees. There's just a lot of demands on your cash right now. And that's one of the reasons why we believe that Getting your savings handled off the top is the more powerful way to go. Get used to living on what's left after you've already started setting aside money for those long-term goals like retirement. And uh, you, you know, you get started with that day one of your working career, and you never miss those dollars. And as you're gaining that retirement vision we've been talking about in this show – having more clarity on what your options are going to be, you've already started building the engine that's going to make it a reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that is crucially important to the idea that I'm going to save what I need to save and live on what's left because most people live on what they need to live on and then try to figure out a way to save the difference. And so if, if you're listening right now and you're currently saving, my question to you is, what amount are you saving and why? And a lot of times, as we'll, if folks will come in and we'll talk about, well, what are you saving and why? There, sometimes there's not a, a great reason. We just had one of our uh, ad- advisors working with some clients, and we were doing some casework together. And the amount this person was saving was based on the understanding that the 401k was not a safe harbor plan and so they couldn't max it out yep. and Amy Masters one of our CFPs did a great job of finding no this is a safe harbor plan you can max this all the way out so this money that you've been paying taxes on and saving in an after tax account you can you can actually put it in the 401k and get tax relief today so I I would wow. think about what am I what amount am I saving and what is it based on? Hopefully it's based on a great plan. Well, I would discourage you from having it based on this. Well, I'm maximizing as much as I can put in to get the match. The match is a gift, and you certainly need to be aware of that. Get as much match as possible. But I think there are a whole bunch of retirement plans that have fallen short because people, well, I'm just going to save as much as I need to in order to get the match, but it's not the right amount. It's not the right amount for you. Your comprehensive financial plan will help you determine that. This is closely tied to the last factor, and that is the amount of risk you're willing to take on your investments in retirement. Connect these two dots for us, Josh. Well, you know, financial advisors are often trying to measure someone's risk tolerance. How much are you willing to stomach of the ups and downs of your investment portfolio over time? And, you know, it's it's difficult because during times like this where the stock market has been climbing for years, a lot of folks have a very high yes. uh, 
pain tolerance because we haven't had any pain in so long. Um, and yet, when you get closer to retirement, uh, a lot of times your tolerance for any kind of fluctuations, it goes down because retirement starts feeling more real for you. This is one of the reasons why early on in your working career, as you're accumulating dollars for the future, it, it's important to allow your investments to be more growth-oriented during those early years because you have so much time to bounce back from the inevitable roller coaster ride. Even if it's scary, even if it doesn't feel like a very fun time to be an investor. If you're younger, yeah, I would. you should have a bias towards taking a little more risk. That's right. I, I always say that we have an amount of risk that we are comfortable with emotionally, and then there's an amount of risk that you just need to be taking for the plan to work. Yeah. Right? And, and then it, it, oftentimes, one of the reasons why this variable is so crucial in retirement is a lot of people, they get up to the retirement decision. They say, I don't want to be on that roller coaster anymore. I'm mm-hmm. done. I'm done with that roller coaster. I know I don't want to go to a smaller one. I want to go to the lazy river. <laughs> and if you do that, does that, does that mean your retirement plan will work or not? And for a lot of people, you need to stay investing. And, and so the right financial planner can help you through that process. So the point is here. How do you tie this all together? Those five factors, they're all interrelated. They're all connected. So making a decision in one will drive your options in another. And if you sit down and build that plan to reach that vision and it doesn't work, just toggle those variables back and forth to come up with a plan that will. Some of it will require some sacrifice, but that awareness, that clarity will help you get there. That is all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for being with us. On behalf of Josh Gregory, Kevin Corhorn, and the rest of us at KFG, have a great weekend. We'll see you next Saturday for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.